0: and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. If you're watching this as a video, you may be able to see that I'm working in in a totally different setup. This is because I had to travel to take care of a family member. If you're hearing some background noise, take it as the cozy background sound uh, appropriate for the season, because that is a real fireplace you're listening to in the background. And of course, I do have my always trusted Chris here with me. How you doing in New York?
1: I'm doing great. People are getting ready for Thanksgiving. Weather is great. Cases are rising. Not great. But apart from that, um, I'm ready, getting ready to end the year. And (laughs) let 2021 be more fun.
0: Yeah, I know. I know that feeling and just getting it over with. Um, We are bringing you This Month in German Startups, November 2020. Welcome to This Month in German Startups by StartupRate.io in a transatlantic news recording. Today, we are wrapping up uh, the November... 2020 news for the German-speaking startup scene, with an update on the German startups working on Corona vaccines, Flixbus, FinLeap, Rocket Internet's ongoing delisting, and a potential digital euro. Briefly about our enabler. This recording was made possible by Hessen Trade and Invest. Learn more about our enabler here: dub 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 invest-in-hessen.com housekeeping time to brag we have only one thing to say stay safe at home everybody be grateful for what you have chris we have some top news for our listeners and viewers right
1: yes i mean probably the biggest startup story in the world the last month was um biontech a German startup that is working on the Corona vaccine. Um, They have concluded tests and submitted their vaccine now for emergency approval. They worked together with Pfizer um, and uh, reported an efficacy rate of 95%. Um, They signed contracts to supply the vaccine in the European Union. Um, Also, the U.S. has their hands on it. and the development left traces in the balance sheet of Biontech as well. The Rhein-Main, it's based in Rhein-Main, so your region, actually. Um, the Rhein-Main-based biotech company generated 220 million euro loss in Q3 in 2020. But now things look very different. And um, what has been covered a lot in German media about them was that, you um, they are a company that is being run by um second generation immigrants and um i think the overall trend we saw with the um with the vaccine so far is really interesting in terms of so many people thought that um, COVID would lead to a more regional economy everywhere and that like the days of big companies might be over because people might look for more for small and medium sized enterprises. But now what we see is a worldwide global corporation of two companies. Um, it's a startup and a giant pharmaceutical uh, um, company. And um it's totally going against this idea of oh there is the new regionalization and there is a new um new way of thinking about uh, startups and economy as um this more like local regional kind of sourced um uh companies and then we also have curevac uh, a company that has a vaccine that is uh still in uh, had still published only a positive phase 1 data but still they released um they signed a contract with the European commission to supply the vaccine as well. So what we see now, um, in Germany, but also everywhere in the world is that there are a couple of hopeful vaccines popping up and, um, governments getting ready to supply the vaccines to come up with this very delicate ethical question of who gets the vaccine when, but so far so good. And, um, a lot of the news I think are very encouraging. Then, um, we have some news about Get Your Guide. It's uh, a Berlin-based travel tech unicorn. Uh, They had to let go one sixth of their employees because travel obviously is a um, is a um, industry very heavily affected by COVID, um, but they now raised 114 million euros via a convertible led by the New York based Searchlight Capital Partners, and um that seems to us as if it buys them enough mileage to get past Corona, and uh, congratulations on finding that new setup. And we have Flixbus, which um, is probably also kind of a curious case that needs to be explained to international listeners, because in Germany um, the I would say probably governmental rules and regulations for um, uh, for the German Amtrak are so heavy, and um, the German Amtrak Deutsche Bahn has um, such so much power that it was really hard for other companies to establish themselves as. Um, long range public transportation. So what we saw with Flixbus is it's a company that really tries to connect different German cities, a kind of like Greyhound does in the US uh, via bus. And so um, also Flixbus very heavily affected by uh, COVID um, because also right now Germany is in a partial shutdown which might last until 2021. Um, there are going to be some ease on the. There's going to be some ease on the restrictions around Christmas and New Year. But overall, cases are rising. People are discouraged to travel, etc. So, Flixbus and Flixtrain they stop their service on November third. Um, the company wants to resume services before the holidays if the situation permits. So, just to give you a little idea of what's going on related to COVID in um, German startup world
0: talking about Berlin-based Finlieb goes B2C Berlin-based fintech incubator Finlieb is known for B2B startups like Solaris Bank our frequently covered Penta Crossland El- Elinvar and others now FinLeap shifts the strategy away from B2B to B2C fintechs they've already started several startups including Money Circus Tenants with a big set at the end, and divorcee. But not all of their bets are paying off. Yonko was started by FinLib as a challenger to incumbent Check24 as a comparison portal for finances, contracts, and subscription services. Now a follow-up financing fell through and the startup is shut down. Check24 sets up its bank. Check24 is Germany's largest portal to compare everything from mobile subscription to current accounts. That was, by the way, the main competitor of Yonko. Now, other other banking groups complain since the newly started bank within the C24 group offers current accounts. We'll see where this leads, but it's interesting that a former comparison portal and just website turns into a bank. And... Rocket Internet's ongoing delisting. Six years ago, Rocket Internet listed in Frankfurt for 42.50 per share in euros. They did not pay a dividend and now delist around 18.50 per share. German news media speculates generating 270 million windfall since the intrinsic value should be around 30. Also related news, Rocket Internet is already officially delisted from the stock exchange. Now, small investors sue them. Some stocks are still traded on exchanges, currently around 20 euros per share. Digital Euro, the ECB will decide about the introduction of the digital euro already in January 2021, claims a media report, and we do have a better battery life german media reports a team of german and dutch researchers has developed a new type of battery which should lead to a range for electric cars of up to two thousand kilometers which is 1240 miles chris you got some more top news for us here right
1: we um have a a female-led initiative um about women who rock berlin based startup world. Um, they uh, There are a couple of companies and startups that deserve some attention in 2020, including names like Infarm, Cirque, Schiphol, Penta, and others. And we have a little write-up about that in our show notes. And then there's the huge topic of Wirecard still going on, probably the biggest startup scandal in Germany in the last couple of years. Um just to give you a, a, a little reminder again so what basically happened was that they had um, that they had assets in their balance sheets which did not actually exist and um, turns out that I, I think it was even up to 1.9 billion euros uh, which weren't there and uh, one of the co-founders is still, um, Missing, so that is number one in our update. Here, the uh, former CTO Jan Masalek in Munich uh, is uh, still um, MIA. I was looking for like missing in action, so the authorities are still searching for him. The Wirecard insolvency claims of asset manager DWS amount to 600 million euro too, so 710 million US dollars. So obviously it affects the whole ecosystem in Germany. Santander acquires the technology assets from Wirecard, accelerating their expansion of its merchant payment business. Um, GetNet Financial Times reports a 100 million euro price tag for that. There is the highest court in Germany that ruled that former Wirecard CEO uh, Markus Braun has to appear in person in front of the Wirecard Investigative Committee of the German Parliament to testify. Mm-hmm. This happened already. Uh, the, first, the first of their um, uh, get-togethers already happened, but um, Braun didn't <laughs> didn't necessarily say a lot of things, actually. I mean, I think basically he confirmed his name and he said, well, in my area I could not see that the authorities or that um, the consultancies around us did anything wrong. And then he basically said, well, since it's an ongoing investigation, I'd rather work together with the prosecution than now give information here within the um, parliamentary committee.
0: What what was so funny is that you said it was a get-together and we have an article later on that they wrote, uh, basically, he remained silent for three hours.
1: Yeah, I would like to have someone listening to me for three hours so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and give him my stories. <laughs> so, yeah, um, creditors want more than 12 billion euros from the insolvent payment provider. Um, so far, the liquidator could only raise half a billion euros with the sale of assets. So it seems as if a lot of money will um, get lost there. Um and there's Epex Bank, uh, whose employees traded Wirecard shares, even though this is forbidden by internal guidelines, since the Creditanstalt für Wiederaufbau Group is engaged in Wirecard. Which brings us a bit more uh, uh, further, even deeper into the ecosystem. The um, German Development Bank. KFW, Kreditanstalt für Wiederaufbau, just mentioned, administrates the German COVID relief program. Um, They have currently 95,000 applications of companies, 650 of which are startups. They've gotten so far 1.4 billion euros in credit as of mid-November. So this number might have um, risen already. Um, kfw also sees improvements in their venture capital business index for Germany which is climbing out of its corona depths but um, still in the red compared to um, former times they see that the fundraising situation improves significantly and the willingness to invest also improves so like uh, cautious optimism there and uh, also about the German ecosystem in startup world fintechs in germany uh, report fewer takeovers and insolvencies in the first nine months of 2020 despite covid um, which was being revealed in a new study which you can also find
0: in our show notes we may add that kfw is not a normal bank but it's actually totally government owned and administrates only government money um, especially money even going back to the Marshall Fund after the second world war and if you ba- build for example here in Germany a house there is usually if you do something where the political will is behind it like very energy is efficient like solar cells on top or something you can additionally apply for a very low interest rate KFW uh, credit as well as stu- they fund students with those credits, and admittedly, I've also taken one of those credits. Taking us to the hubs section, as always, the order of news and cities is only due to the time when we discovered the news rather than anything else. Frankfurt, strong growing platform, e commerce platform, Schuhe 24, as you can guess, Shoes 24, buys bike platform, bike angebot. Uh, shoe24, you can learn more about them in our interview, which I did with the founder. Basically, it's a platform that enables small retail shoe shops to sell their products across multiple platforms, including, but not limited to Amazon. Then we do have one of our guests, Philip Sandner, professor at Frankfurt School. He wrote on Forbes, do crypto assets and tokenized real estate assets protect against inflation? And you can learn more about that on Forbes as well as in our interview. And Crowddesk is Frankfurt Forward Startup of the Month 2020. Congratulations. Of course, we did an interview with them and you find it in the links. Minden, it's one of the small cities we like to highlight here because there's not... Everything going on in Germany Um, in terms of startups in Berlin. When I talk to people, it's usually consensus that something between 25 and 33 percent of startup activity is bundled in the city of Berlin. But that means that somewhere around 70 to uh, 70 percent to two thirds are actually outside of Berlin. And we try to highlight the very interesting places where you can find them. Klavant from Minden wins Pro Ruhrgebiet. Ruhrgebiet is an area here in Germany. Ruhr- Pro Ruhrgebiet's medtech competition, Clavant developed a new quality assurance system for heart surgeries for the aortic valve, lowering the mortality of patients by 13%. Munich. Munich-based listed vacation booking platform, holiday Check suffers from much lower revenue. And let's go off 20% of its workforce, pretty similar to Get Your Guide we just talked about. Munich-based Fidor Bank, which was something like a community or challenger bank before this was a thing, was sold in August to Ripplewood Advisors. We talked about that in our news Now the bank is, the bank is split up and its IT subsidiary is about to be sold. Hamburg, US based investor Marlin Equity Partners is filing paperwork to buy Hamburg based startup Koyo, which offers social intranet software. Another very small town, Lippstadt, Troy, a collection fintech startup from Lippstadt, Germany, raises yet another seven-digit sum venture capital from German insurer HDI. Amongst its investors is in earlier rounds are, for example, the founders of Raisin. HDI, by the way, is um, an insurer and actually it was built uh, for insurance in industry. Uh, The real name is Haftungsdach Deutsche Industrie. Very technical term, so just stick with HDI. We are looking a little bit in Austria to Austria. Coca Cola Austria invests in Austria based startup Gatsby. The company allows ordering takeouts directly from restaurants and Austria based. Job platform for people with disabilities. My ability takes over German competitor cap job. We are going to Switzerland. UBS to invest 200 million US dollars in startup companies. Part of the money is already allocated to Artemis VC fund. Uh, the article states UBS is to invest 200 million in fintech startups through a new venture fund that will underpin internal modernization efforts and strengthened strategic partnerships let's see how this goes chris you surely got some company news for us right
1: yes and at first um it is actually some company celebrity news because um it's about one of the most famous German soccer players of the world championship team of 2014, Mesut Özil. Um, He joins the U.S. venture capital firm Class 5 Global as a strategic advisor. So um, we will see if this is probably a career um, after his football days um, and um, see what he does there. In fintech news, we see that Finyata, a German factoring startup, still only doing business in Poland, gets a last chance funding round, 3.5 million euros from private investors, 3.5 million euros from the governmental Corona aid package, and is thinking about re-entering the German market. Uh, Related to that, founder Sebastian Diemer. Who was formerly the co founder of Germany's once most valuable fintech, which also had to file for insolvency, is now gone from the share owner list of Finyada, which he co founded. The Berlin based Solaris Bank deepens its cooperation with the crypto startup Bitwala. Um, You can learn more about Bitwala in an additional. link we have, our interview, yes, and uh, we already talked about then Raisin, um, the fintech, which had to, uh, a fintech had to publish 2017 numbers due to German regulations, so the numbers are old, but with 11.9 million euros revenue, have been better than N26 at the time, with 11 million euros, mm-hmm. and as uh, a regular listener, you might remember how about n twenty And it was the same kind of regulation that forced McMarkler, a Berlin-based real estate platform, to publish its 2018 numbers. They showed that they had lost 19.5 million euros um, at a um, 14 million euros revenue in 18. In 19, they lost Nearly the same amount of money, 19 million euros, but with uh, more than double the revenue, 31.5 million. 2020 is forecast to be similar, they said, Um, but they also were affected by COVID. They had, like many other larger startups, employees in German, Kurzarbeit, which is um, a system in which companies agree to, to... to not fire people and get governmental money for um, that makes up for their lost revenue. Um, so uh, they secured, in addition to the Kurzarbeit money, a 10 million euro credit. Um, so we, are, we don't really know what uh, happens to the Kurzarbeit money right now in the second wave, but in general, this is how things went in spring and summer for them. Last thing for me, food Um, and food boxes, one of my favorite topics. So um, what we see also in Germany, but I also saw it here in the US, is that really a lot of those uh, startups are really upscaling their efforts. Um, So in case you are missing your favorite Michelin star cook, uh, it's not a problem anymore because there is now star chef box. which allows you to order home meals from Michelin star chefs in Germany, and we have HelloFresh, which bought the Chicago-based Factor Factor 75, Factor 75, uh, also a meal delivery service there for 277 million dollars, which
0: shows you that HelloFresh has so much money. I I do believe the thing about um, this factor 75 was that they actually prepare the food and then bring it to your home uh warm. I think that was the thing when I understood it right. Any other news? Meister wanted to produce substitutes for charcoal from the remains of mice' father. Unfortunately, Corona pushed them into insolvency. Looking for money? Good thing Hotspring Ventures an investor in HelloFresh delivery hero or Flixbus raised a new fund worth 335 uh, worth 535 million euros sorry um OEM Scheffler sells Biohybrid a producer of heavy duty e-bikes to company builder Meisterwerk the transaction is rumored to be worth eight digits Amazon starts at Airport Leipzig Halle, first air cargo hub in Europe. Um, me- via our mailbox, we got to know that Tim Chamler, the former CEO of Johns Lang LaSalle Germany, joins PropTech One Ventures as venture partner and investor and the US-German startup AI August Augustus' intelligence became known to the German public in the Amtor affair, where Mr. Amtor, a member of the German parliament, Bundestag lobbied for the company using actually the paper, the official paper of the parliament, which was of course not fine. Um, now the German media ha- has learned that they had to cut headcount by 50%. There was no good news. Um, but talk a little bit about good news and Thanksgiving. Chris, my friend, what are you actually grateful for?
1: (laughs) Quite a change of pace, (laughs) but (laughs) okay. Um, I mean, in general... I live in the city of my dreams. I can do the job of a journalist, which is the job of my dreams. I have good friends. I have parents who love me. And I never had to stay a single day in my life, a single night in my life in a hospital. So things are quite good,
0: actually. That's me. Great. Uh, Looks very good. I'm grateful that my family and friends are safe and healthy that no one in my family has been struck so far with Corona even though a close family member just had to spend several weeks in hospital but uh, she's now doing good and everything's fine I'm very happy and grateful for that as well as a healthy and happy family even though I do believe I have the same effect as everybody right now. Um, here in times of corona, that uh, living only in the apartment after such a long time really starts to tickle the nerves of everybody. I do believe that's something almost everybody experiences, right?
1: Yeah, you got to get yourself out there, people. Check the outside world. That's my my advice.
0: <laughs> but stay safe keep minimum distance and wear a face mask. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. And we will be back with one more news wrap up this year. Keep in mind on December 25th, there is the always legendary fintech review. And that will be the last publication for 2020 for startup December 25th. And then we will start again in the usual publication schedule. Um, in January, uh, we may have a few additional interviews bringing you on Tuesdays this year and starting the next and we will see what exciting startups we get there for you Chris, thank you very much for staying with me, looking forward to do the Christmas edition with you as well
1: Christmas edition get it? Okay
0: Bye bye, you're such a good one That's all folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.